0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Going in Circles Big Monday Show. My name is Charles Simon. I am the host of the Going in Circles Big Monday Show. My co-host, the Saratoga-bound sniper, Barry Spears, will be with us in just a minute. we got a lot to talk about. We're going to bitch about stewards again because it's what we do and they keep giving us plenty of ammunition. Uh, We're also going to talk about Life is Good and how it's kind of a 50-50 coming out of the race people talking about irad and people talking about i don't think he can get the mile and a quarter which might be true i uh, will talk about a bunch of the other stake races and and stuff that that uh went on this past weekend and um you know we'll talk a little bit about barry's trip and the uh the days of this weekend uh thursday through sunday barry will be up and the going in circles podcast will be out and about saratoga for those three days uh so, check it out. We'll uh, be back here in a minute and 27 seconds. So, Barry came up with an excellent idea. A Saratoga Racing Blog, the going in circles, daily Saratoga Racing Blog, patterned sort of after the great Stephen Christ, who when he worked for the racing form, did a Saratoga Daily blog. Uh, Steve retired several years ago, and we figured, what the hell? Let's let's try to put our own together. And so far, it's gone seemingly well. If you haven't seen it, check it out at Going in Circles Digest. Dot Substack. Dot Com or We put the link up every day on Twitter, on Facebook, on uh, all sorts of social media. Uh, Check it out. Pleasant Acre Farms is a full-service breeding operation located in Morriston, Florida, just outside of Ocala. If you want to get involved in the breeding business in the Sunshine State, or you're already involved, Pleasantacre Farms is really the only place you need to know. Joe and Helen Barbazon, who are just great people, do a fantastic job taking care of your mare. Uh, they have a solid roster of 13 stallions with a really diverse group of pedigrees. Your mare will find a match at Pleasantacre Farms. Currently. The star of Pleasant Acre Farm Stallion roster is Neolithic, who is by far a runaway winner of the Freshman Stallion of the Year here in the state of Florida. His son, Make It Big, just made a 3-for-3, three three, winning the $400,000 springboard mile at Remington Park, earning 10 points towards the Kentucky Derby in the process. Pleasant Acre Farms is your one-stop shop for breeding in the state of Florida. Check them out at www.PleasantAcresStallions.com or on Twitter at PAS Stallions. You can also give them a call at 352-528-2885. Pleasant Acres Stallions, check them out. Hey, it's the uh, Saratoga Sniper. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Got your bags packed? You ready to roll?
1: Just about, funny enough. I'm, I, I wish it was tomorrow, to be honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, tomorrow's dark. It's not a dark day.
1: That's okay. I, I, that doesn't matter to me right now.
0: Oh, needed need a dark day, to be honest with you. It's, it's, been, it's been a grind.
1: Halfway there. The weather,
0: right? the weather has made it tough.
1: What do you mean? Where are you from, dog? Yeah, the rain and...
0: You know, it's just—it's uh, like your camp
1: sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but you know, sir, the, you
0: don't have the proper attire to go in there.
1: Oh, you Here. got, you got, you got the Heisman. If
0: I hear that one more time,
1: really? <laughs> Serious? <Yeah>, no. <nah. laughs> I don't even bother. But I was, um, I was gonna say that doesn't make any sense to me. You're the deputy mayor. No, nah, I kind I'll of. Everywhere. I I kind of. Uh,
0: <clears throat> what's the word I would use? Um, I kind of just lurk around a little bit. <laughs> You're a lurker. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to ask for anything from anyone. So. See. You get, I, can it, a, I can have a fine time at the racetrack without having to sit. In a fancy place, or you know, talk to people that you know
1: don't really want to talk to you, but they do anyways. See, it's good to be a lurker, not good to be a linger. No, no, I, 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 I'm a mover at the track. I get my steps. in. I see. You need a Fitbit, bro.
0: I'm, I'm afraid of what the Fitbit might might show.
1: No, you got control of that.
0: I need a new knee. It won't tell you that. Right knee need, needs to be replaced. Actually, it doesn't, but it's a lot of walking, Saratoga. There's no way, you know, around it. Just the big sprawled out facility and people are all over the place. We got to go check in with certain people in certain areas and, you know, a lot of walking. So That's good. So we're prepared, though we, we're we're preparing your for your arrival. I know. I had
1: I had two calls from from the mayor this weekend.
0: Yeah, he's ready. The mayor's <laughs> got like five star accommodations ready for you.
1: That's what he said. <laughs> Can't wait. That's my man's.
0: People are paying like six hundred bucks to stay in the Hampton Inn, and, and you're staying with the mayor for free.
1: I know. It doesn't get any better than that. Pool, like, got a pool, got a lounge out in the back. Upper echelon, I plenty of it.
0: plenty of alcohol available at the mayor's house at all times. Case, all right, he told me
1: he, he, he told me that he's chilled out with that. Yeah, but like, not as much. He, he's chilled out with it, which means there's
0: alcohol left. <laughs> not a constant we'll barrage see. of. Uh, we'll of see trips cause... to the, the the liquor store.
1: I'm pretty sure as soon as I show up, he's gonna like throw some sort of alcoholic beverage at me. Probably, but um, no, it'll
0: be a good time, and I, I can't tell you how many people said, "Is Barry here yet?" "Is Barry here yet?" "Is Barry here yet?" So, really? They're waiting for you, man. Interesting. Yep. Be big pimping when you walk into Saratoga.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> uh, let's just hope it doesn't rain. It, it didn't. I looked at the forecast today, and it, it looks yeah. pretty good. The forecast, Probably yeah. best weather that's been up there in in like three weeks. Well, that's how we planned it. But you know, <clears throat> it said mid eighties, low eighties,
0: no yeah. rain. That's what we need. the The rain part really makes it. That's
1: awful. that's unbearable. I hate rain.
0: It makes it it makes it sticky and then there's puddles everywhere
1: I know I can't get my sneakers
0: and then it makes the track heavy and everything gets then they seal it immediately.
1: So I mean, yeah to put that uh, water repellent on my kicks. To check, I'm gonna check baggage for just my shoes. And mind well, you, I'm only gonna be there four days. Really two. Yeah. <laughs> two travel days. So yeah. I'm gonna do I'm gonna wear every every piece of footwear I bring. Somehow, some way. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got chastised today because my shoes had dirt on them, so from the mud, from the the, the deluge on, on on
1: Saturday. Good luck, mud. That's what you should have told him. It's good luck.
0: Yeah. It was a uh, Saturday that that storm kind of came out of nowhere, and I mean, they called for a shower too, but it it rained pretty yeah. hard for about. I 10 was minutes. gonna
1: say it, it was coming down. From yeah, what yep, I... it sure was. And then you know,
0: forty five minutes later, it's sunny out. Yeah, but that's like Florida, man. But I think it made the track heavy, though. Yeah. I mean, people are kind of getting after life is good. and um, It's like a 50-50 split down the middle of of comments after the race. Uh, People that are shocked that I read would intentionally cut someone off. And then there's the other 50% that that said, oh, that horse will never get... They'll never get them on a the court based upon that race, which I don't <laughs> know exactly how you say that, but um uh I don't know. I mean, in the uh the the initial Breeders Cup future book, pari-mutual future book wager, uh the Breeders Cup, which uh, you know, they they the morning line was a little suspect. But huh. Olympiad was nine to two on the morning line. Mm going into this weekend and then some pundits are, are now saying that because olympia didn't show up that the competition wasn't that difficult which is a strange concept to me because generally when you beat another horse you don't automatically knock him you're just saying hey we beat a horse that had won five in a row but but um
1: yeah i guess it's it's all perspective i'm i'm with you on that it's like well he just won five in a row and he got thumped yeah, and it, yeah, but was, it was good. It wasn't like he just got nosed out or something. No, right. He, beat, he goes. He was beat nine lengths and had
0: a clear trip. I mean, that, that was um, right. He got the trip he wanted. That's the yeah. trip. that's what he does. You know, he might have been a little bit further behind, but but um, life is good. Sets fast fractions. That's what he does. He opens up. He's a sprinter that stretches out, and it's it's like this talk before the race that. Uh, who is going to you know press him well, no one's going to press him no one's going to press him in any race <laughs> i mean flightline's with- fast enough to press him but i mean if those two actually make it to the race uh, i don't under- you know i mean who's going to take back flightline is going to be the one that's going to take back for sure because he showed it last time he's got that dimension and and that's making an assumption he's going to make it which is it's just far from a a guarantee i'm not sure he's going to make the next race
1: So, you know what I'm saying? I'm with you. Uh, I don't know. I I mean, you can't really hold too much against Olympiad, you know, because he was razor sharp, ran really, really excellent five races in a row. He, you know, if there's ever a time someone would be, quote, unquote, due to not fire their best shot, that was it. Yeah. Right. Um but I I mean, I, I guess, you know, it, it's just one of those things we don't see these horses enough to really make a a real definitive case either way. You know, even well, you know, when life no. is good. I mean we, we last saw him in, in when was it May? <clears throat> no, yeah, we saw him no, we saw him in June in June. Right. Okay. Nerud,
0: which was his first start since the Dubai mess
1: right since march right, right. Mm-hmm. so but we also
0: hard. saw in january as
1: well yeah <laughs> it, it's hard to to really evaluate how good or bad that race was on saturday to me because it's you know you can clearly see the the other horse that was supposed to be the main contender just didn't fire And right. the horse that ends up second really is, is, isn't is good for that distance. <laughs> he wants to go longer.
0: No, but the one thing about the race, the way it seemed to set up, was that it was a heavy track. And they were going, you know, they seemed like they were going slow at the end because I think they were all tired which mm. gives credence to the fact that the track was a little bit heavy.
2: Right. Um,
0: but but a horse like Happy Saver th- that's got a lot of stamina, mm. he would last longer because he's got that stamina. I mean, and he's had plenty of races, too. So um, it wasn't a, a, a shock to me that he, he was able to to grind it out. And, I mean, you could certainly make the case that Hot Ride Charlie, uh, Hot Ride Charlie, you know. He had well, he did what he always did.
1: Yeah, he, he's and, the Dennis Green horse in that yeah. situation. Right. We already knew what he
0: was. <laughs> right? So, I mean, his race was kind of, you know, you, you could say that to standard race. You you could say that Happy Saver ran his race and Life is Good ran his race.
1: And he's yeah. a couple
0: lengths better than those. It horses. just wasn't
1: visually impressive, and I think that's the part that the, the Twitter people... No, uh,
0: but, you know... They,
1: they, they want have... to see something, like, visually impressive. Although what life is good did to me is always impressive, yeah. but you know, I guess it, it just didn't look like his other races. So they think it was subpar or he, he just didn't, you know, and I think there's a lot of merit to what you're saying about the track. Um, so I would be inclined to kind of upgrade anybody that was in that race going into the next race, wherever that may be. No,
0: you know when you when you look at the race, and obviously the track changed after the rains came, mm-hmm. um, uh, and and the times for, you know, it, it's funny that uh, the 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 times for the race that Saint Tappet ran, the allowance race, and the very next race, the test, which is on paper not a very strong race for <laughs> for that caliber of race, the test. Is almost always a strong race, and this year it it wasn't a strong race. Yeah, uh, those two times were very, very close. Yeah, I think they were like uh, one twenty-three, and and, um, they were both one twenty-three and four. But those, you know, the the tests kind of fell apart and. I mean, Wesley Lord went with a horse that, that really had never run fast. I mean, she was really running the same numbers as she was as a two-year-old, as a three-year-old. And he just totally took a different um, course of action and, and just took her way back and made one run. And it worked. And, but you watch those horses come down the stretch. And, yeah, she was finishing at the end because she ran her first uh, half mile in about 49 so yeah, she was finishing. I said, but the other two horses, Madoreya, Matt, Matt who really didn't show up. I mean, she came up the inside. Maybe the inside's not as great as it should be, but she she got to the outside and uh, she had she couldn't get by uh, Hot Peppers. Um, who's not a bad horse. She's just not run super fast figures. And even though she's won, uh, she had two wins in a row coming in, both in stakes um
1: it's not the same caliber no,
0: but um you know you, those are the only dirt races we have to use as a comparison um for the for the figure makers have to to make as a comparison so I mean like Craig Milkowski with timeform US had had the race rated huge the uh Dewhitney like mm. f- like massively fed like you give life is good like 138 which is a gigantic time, so or a you know, figure for him, but they incorporate pace. None of the other um, speed figures that are publicly available do. So that, that says to me that um, you know he, he's saying that the pace is, was really, really fast in that race. The 46 and change to the half. We haven't barely seen a mile race. Uh Chad Brown was complaining, obviously different surface because, you know, one week to another, but he was complaining that that early voting went too fast when he went forty eight and four over <laughs> that same track. And and um I was good essentially went two seconds faster and 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 I understand, right? It's two separate weeks, it was muddy, blah blah blah. But it wasn't like this was a lightning fast track on Saturday before or during the rainstorm or afterwards. So I don't know, I think that um you know the the Irad stuff probably has um a little more validity to it in that he just doesn't care and the stewards don't do anything. And I mean this this is the same stewards that gave him 30 days because he made the same move except he, he made the same move into another horse. Um but it's especially bad when it's on national television because you're going to get much, much better camera work. Uh, you're going to get a lot of different angles and you can see him. Like, look for the horse to cut him off. And the other horse wasn't really gaining on him at that point. And I think that might trick people into thinking that he was just trying to hold on. That's just IRAD being IRAD, yeah. that, that's just him being him. And as far as I know, there's there's no um, – they didn't even speak to him about it. I, I don't even know. I, I have no idea. But, I mean, if, if you read between the lines, Johnny V says, what you know, he was clear. What, what am I going to claim foul for? They're not going to do anything. You know,
1: which is probably correct as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that because – You know, ideally, he would keep the straight path all the way through the wire, no matter what, in the stretch. You know, barring anything getting in your way, you know, avoiding trouble, stuff like that. But what he did isn't unprecedented. I've seen other jockeys do it. And I just don't, you know having the the idea that i've seen it before it wasn't a big deal to me and that's just to me obviously it's my opinion how i felt about it. it it really i thought it was made out to be a lot more than it really was but i can also see the other side of it where somebody's like well you know like like you were saying you know it's just something that was not necessary in order to win the race, he just yeah. did it to kind of <laughs> seemed like kind of assert dominance <laughs> and be like, "Yeah, I, I saw you coming." But well, I here.
0: think I think Barry that I, I don't think that the jockeys have any respect for the stewards because I think the stewards they can't. How can they? I mean, just, just are, are. I mean, and the irony of of complaining about the Irad thing is that that uh, Castellano was by far the most egregious jockey in,
2: in oh, terms man. of
0: of uh of, of hurting and, and and you know it's not race riding. Yeah, everybody should shut up with race riding. There's no more race riding. Race riding should be abandoned actually. There should be no race riding. Or that
1: term. Yes.
0: Enough. You know, none, none of you people know what the hell you're talking about anyways. You all Cordero, Cordero I said, Cordero did ten percent of what these guys do. Just rode straight. Was it was their horses bearing out, getting out? Was there? of course, but these guys are doing it every single race. The third race on, uh, or excuse me, the eighth race on Wednesday. Uh, I, I just don't know what how they could possibly justify that horse staying up. <laughs> that was yes. a dot's dollar. That's... The comment, the comment. And it's going to be in the form when the horse runs back. Herded foe. <laughs> That's the common. Herded foe. Well,
1: I guess the, there's no other way to describe it, and there's no foul there. So it's like you got to you gotta put something to kind of give you an idea of what happened, and that pretty much sums it up. The chart caller.
0: was shown an offside crop while directed out under left-handed urging, herded his main danger three to four paths out through the final furlong, while flashing the crop in the face of Swift, Swift Tip as a deterrent. Came out at the finish, shouldering him just before the wire while holding on by a neck. Yeah, that's right It's just... It's just ridiculous.
1: But I think you're right. You're on to something about, you know, they really don't care. They like, do care. What the stewards are doing because most of the time they don't do anything. No. And then when they do get involved, they make the wrong call. <laughs> and that's just not exclusive to New York either. No, it's not. I mean, <clears throat>
0: last week we we had a... We had a call where, where the jockey did nothing. Nothing happened. Like, literally nothing happened. And they disqualified a horse. And, it, you know, they, they tried to come up with the, they give us the, the, you know, the BS, safety. You know, whenever anything happens now that you want to just uh, cover up, you just call. Oh, well, we're, we're doing it for safety reasons. Safety reasons. Safety. Safety. Safety my ass. Safety. But it's just not. And, and of course, uh, as it always winds up happening, a couple days later, uh, on Friday in race two, they took a horse down and they got it right. And, of course, everyone howled because they said, well, if that is, no, you you can't knock the correct call because it's the correct call because they're making other bad calls. Last Saturday, they made a bad call. On Wednesday, they made a bad call. And they let horses go that, that shouldn't have. But the call on Thursday was was 100% right in that the horse herded the horse, mildly herded, not like egregiously herded, hurtled, hurted, but he did. And then he made contact with the horse and threw the horse off for a stride. And it happened in a deep part of the stretch. The horse who got fouled came you know, back and just got beat on a head bob so you can't justify leaving that horse up because there's no possible way you can say that the bump uh, in addition to the hurting didn't cost the horse six inches so they made the right call with that one but that one's like a textbook easy call because the finish was so close and honestly the wednesday call and i'm sure what the the, the Uh, justification for wednesday is going to be well it happened so late but i put up on on the uh, picture two pictures um on thursday's daily blog and the first picture is the two horses coming into the stretch when they straightened out and the horse that castellano was on is is uh, within an arm's length of the rail and when they hit the wire, they're in the sixth path. Right,
1: they're in the middle. <laughs>
0: and it was just those two. So, that yeah. in itself is just. Um, you don't think you you don't, you don't think JJ Castellano can straighten a horse out after riding for twenty five years? He couldn't make sure that he couldn't get that horse off that horse. No, he can't. He could, of course, he could. But they don't because the stewards don't do anything because the
1: stewards are just not doing their job properly. Well, I mean, from a jockey's perspective, you kind of almost have to take your chances. Of course. That's the thing,
0: is is that they're not, I mean, I wrote that up on, on Sundays. I said, you know, I read Ortiz is responsible for what he does on the racetrack, but he's not solely to blame for this. The fact of the matter is that he gets away with it and others get away with it because the stewards don't do anything. They just don't do anything. And if they're doing something in secret, well, that's news to everybody. And it, you know, I don't want to hear what can we do? What can you do? Fix it. It's a problem, fix it. Yeah, that's some, easy, easy fix. Right. They're all congregate in the same room. <clears throat> march your mar, march your, your 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 official uh suited rear ends into that jockey's room, close the door, order everybody out except for the jockeys and lay down the law and say, we're going to start suspending you every week. We're going to we're gonna have to bring in guys from the Finger Lakes. We're going to have to bring in uh, Andre Worry to ride in these races because you guys are going to get we're going to give you suspensions every single time until you stop. Ride straight. But they don't. They don't. And it's a bigger problem here because it's the biggest track and it's the biggest signal and it's on national television every single day. And I'm not going to be one of these, oh my God, if a horse gets hurt or if the jockeys fall down.
1: It's That's not about part
0: that. You, that might happen anyways. Right. But it's just unbecoming of the game, and it's unfair to the competitors. It's unfair to the horses, and it's unfair to the people playing it. I mean, if umpires. Called as many, made as many wrong calls as the stewards seem to make and judgment calls. Then there, there would be a a, a riot at every game.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, look at look at your guy uh, Angel Hernandez. <laughs> exactly. There, there's a there's a lot of parallels to that.
0: But I'm tired of complaining about stewards. Unfortunately, they give us a lot to complain about. But I, I will give props to the Colonial Down stewards because they got a couple of mine today. Yeah, they did. So, I don't know if Beamey had anything to do with it. Matter of fact, I'm going to be on the, uh, the Beamey podcast some, sometime heard? this week. What day? I don't know. We taped the other day. And,
1: oh, okay. So, you, you know, already
0: did it. Like you did. You did the TDN with uh, Joey Bianca. The, the What did they call it? The betters?
1: Better's, better's. Uh, <laughs> I always
0: think better's wish because of better things. <laughs> but better but th- um, yeah, you, you guys did that. It was good. It was it was a good podcast. Uh, I suggest anybody listen. You can hear the the uh, the sniper story, and um, it was a, a certainly a you know a, a good flowing conversation. And it's uh, I'm just uh, just uh, Google TDN and Bianca, and you you'll find it. Yeah, but um,
1: may not yeah. be done yet. things working
0: these these guys have editors and like people that know what the hell they're doing and and we just hope every time that i don't push the wrong button and erase it (laughs) (laughs) which we have done before i was gonna (laughs) say
1: that that would be the (laughs) first we had to
0: do it over once (laughs) but um yeah it was was not bad though for two
1: years in with no training no nothing just you know, download yeah. a couple of apps and we're, we're in business. This is grassroots, baby. We're 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 not. Uh,
0: there ain't no bells and whistles for us. This is this is me. No frills.
1: We're, we're great value podcast. That's here. right. No
0: frills. No frills. The Price is right, though. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got a lot of racing to talk about. Golden pal. Oh. I don't know what Wesley, You know, like Wesley is like a mad. Genius sometimes, and the fact that he'll point horses to races like he did in the test with horses that you just don't, on paper, seem to have any prayer, and he wins, and he does it a lot. <laughs> but I have no idea what he's doing with Golden Pal. It doesn't make any sense to me. In the twilight of his career, he's suddenly going to make him a horse to maybe come from behind, and then he's going to run him on the dirt and. I'm completely perplexed because Golden Pal's superhero power was his speed, his break from the gate. And giving that up, I mean, I don't care what anyone says about that race the other day. I don't care. And I respect your opinion. I respect Sid's opinion. I respect a lot of people's opinions. I respect Wesley's opinion. That was not a good race. That was a terrible race. Those horses, like talking about the Breeders' Cup and Sprint, and who's going to be in there? The two horses that that were you know lapped on him at the wire, they would not get invites to that race. They <laughs> they would not
1: be invited. Oh, no, definitely not. Your
0: emotions horse was uh, four starts in two years and zero wins, zero places, and I, I think zero thirds. And the horse who was third, he was he, he got beat in a other than an allowance race. Like four times in a row. And if the race was five and a half furlongs and three jumps, I read can say all he wants about, oh, he he would have found more. He would have found them more in second place
1: <laughs> after the fact.
0: He was getting past. But it's just odd to me because <clears throat> it's just weird to me that you'd be experimenting at this late in a horse's career. I mean, he's 7-for-7 in the U.S. sprinting on the turf. And six of those races were won in pretty dominant fashion on the lead. And um, I'm just kind of taken aback because I I don't think he raced particularly well. And if you watch the head-on, don't watch the pan shot. Go to Naira, the replays. Naira's got a great replay center. They Um, do. they're, They're um. Their website, the best in the game, um, and it shows you both the pan shot and the head-on shot for every race. Clear as a belt. When you watch the head-on, Irad can say whatever he wants. He was nervous coming down the lane because he was riding a little harder than than it looks on the pan shot, and he was in tight quarters, and he kept he kept him in tight quarters on Graham's horse. If he thought he had them, he wouldn't have needed to squeeze them. He wouldn't have. And I think no one was more surprised than him when he looked over his right shoulder and <laughs> saw his brother coming on the on, on the Don course. That when you looked at the PPs, you were thinking, you know, what's he even doing in here? But I, I just don't... Um, I can tell you, I, I hope he doesn't run him on the dirt because I have no idea how he's going to run on the dirt, to be honest. Uh, to me, it's like, how often do these these late career was change out. work? Never works out. <laughs> you know? Um, like, Never. the only one oh, well, I some remember, of them it wasn't even this late in his career, but, like but not... the only, like, top horse that changed surfaces right at the end was prized. And that was, like, 1992 or 1980 you know like forever well, ago
1: switching dirt to turf is a, seems to work a lot better than the other way around like if you have a turf horse that runs exclusively on turf and then they go to the dirt never but the other way around it does work I mean the only dirt race he has was that Keelan race going four
0: and a half where he got run down but right, he, I mean, that's a first time right, race and in April, I mean, that, that race hardly has any bearing on on,
1: on the rest like, of his career. And Wesley's
0: had turf horses win those races. I had oh, him yeah. one day, he had a Kitten's Joy open up five going like 21 and 2. I said, <laughs> how in the hell do you, can you get a Kitten's how? Joy to break out of the gate that fast? And he just kind of smiles and says, you yeah. know, break them 25 or 30 times before I run them. I said, man, I got horses that were five years old that didn't break 25 or 30 times if you included the races but um I, I i i'm gonna tell you i'm betting against him in the turf Sprint. i am betting against him no matter no, what he does i see
1: that I, I can understand that i am willing to give him a
0: pass though i mean i don't if if he goes down there and doesn't work lights out on the, on the the surface over keenan because that's where he's stable i don't think he'll run in that race
1: i'm i think so i think you're right about that i, I don't uh, if he if he puts in like a subpar work or you know he's not gonna run which is probably more likely than anything else but we'll see but i give him a pass for that i mean he got in a little bit of trouble early on in that race that i'm willing to forgive because Iron had to make a decision and he ended up taking him back instead of forcing the issue i know you probably would Even as a trainer, probably would have told him, be like, oh just go." Um. But I, you know, I guess I'm okay with the ugly win. You know, than the ugly loss. If he would have lost, it might have looked a little bit different. But he still won. Um, Yeah, but see, for me, he lost. Yeah. No, I know definitely. For me, he
0: lost because I, I don't put credence into a horse as good as him when you when you stack up his other six turf sprints in this this country you know not as his european his european form is not not so great but (laughs) but um uh there's going to be a lot tougher a lot tougher horses that aren't going to give in and i I just um hey listen if he does it and and he, he takes him from behind and he wins up that race from off the pace then they should just put Wesley in the in the Hall of Fame just immediately. He should just go right.
1: Like they should <laughs> directly just send the
0: plane not directly have... to the Hall of Fame and just bronze him
1: because Do not collect two hundred dollars.
0: Because that it's almost like he's trying to handicap himself. <laughs> you know, like, oh well, we won that race last year. It's too easy. I mean, remember last year at, at Del Delmar, he, he Oh that
1: was he left ridiculous. the
0: gate so fast he had two or three on the field and
1: uh feet. Yeah, he was gone. So, no, well,
0: we'll see what happens but uh
1: yeah, I'm 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 not going to I'm not going to throw him away yet. I'm I'm very wary of of his next start. <clears throat> like if he shows up wherever he's going to show up and he's like 1 to 2, no no thank you. I mean, that's a no thank you on most horses anyway, but you know, given your context on it and me trying to forgive that that race I probably would Obviously side against it, but it wouldn't surprise me if he bounced back, I guess. That's that's where we're headed with that. Wouldn't surprise me if he came back and ran lights out on the turf. If he's on the dirt, that's just, you know, up in the air for me. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like that move, but make may get an opportunity to bet against him at a short price doing something he's really not good at.
0: Well, the, the dirt sprinters aren't so strong this year. No, they're not. They're not as strong. The but... Phoenix, despite it being a win in your in race, has not been a strong race, I don't believe, the last few years. Um, though it might wind up being a little bit deeper race than normal because I don't think Jackie's Warriors is going to have a whole lot of horses facing off against him later, uh, later this month in the forego. Um, I don't know who they're going to get the race against them
1: but um <laughs> yeah that's i think that they up to be like a a, a four horse field
0: yeah it, it's probably not going to be a lot i mean marshall Grams, they, they might come back with that horse uh they finished second the other you know to him the other day that they were just looking to pick up pick up a piece of the yeah you with know, big purse and get a piece of that i mean why not nothing wrong with that they claimed that horse and he can go over there and Pick up one hundred and twenty five thousand for running the second to third. Uh, what's a five hundred that race? So mm-hmm. uh, you get a hundred thousand dollars for for being second. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Warlike Goddess, she kind of crushed that field.
1: Yeah, it was such an odd race to look at visually because um, it didn't look like anybody was really running. <laughs> no, especially the winner.
0: <laughs> yeah, Rosario <just laughs> it was like,
1: so easy.
0: And, and I forgot it was Rosario. I said, man, look, look at the Peru just, just chilling. But it was Rosario. I mean, he, he it, it was like the turf version of Jackie's Warriors uh, Vanderbilt. Yes. You know, like uh, for, for Phillies and Mares going along in a turf, same thing. Just one, pretty much. I mean, he shook the reins at her once, but that, that one was time. Really it. Yeah. Yeah. That was really yeah. it. And notice he was out wide, which was something that, um, Something that that uh, that William Buick did uh, yesterday.
1: In the... Well, it, it's kind of hard to say, especially with Rosario, because he does like to make those wide moves like that. But even when oh, I'm saying, but when, he, I when noticed... he made the move, he like
0: let her drift. I, I think maybe yeah, the,
1: the insides getting a little bit chewed up because chewed up, or it's just I don't know what's what's over there because that that was the move. I mean, I I think I don't know if you saw that when I text you. That, you know, the late wide move has been winning races there um, on the turf, inner and outer. So, you know, and speed hasn't really done all that great on the turf as in the past or past couple of years anyway. Um, Just things to kind of think about. But, yeah, that that wide move. I mean, Buick must have been watching races. Yeah.
0: He did it. He did a, You know, I know people are gonna say, "Well, you know, it's a great horse." Blah blah blah. But yes. that Philly that um, that he won on yesterday, the Saratoga Oaks, uh, Moonlight uh, with the Moonlight. She is a very difficult horse. I mean, she comes over with the pony. She's a she's a handful to get the saddle on. She's high strung. Warming up, he, she was giving him all kinds of hell, and uh, I heard that that the pony goes with her all the time. In the mornings, she goes out with the pony, she goes around with the pony, she comes back with the pony. And, um, you you watched the race yesterday and you can see how charged up she is, um, in second, wanting to go. And he did a really good job of just, you know, staying still and and holding his hands down and, and not, uh, you know, not, not fighting her, but, you know, letting her run enough, but, but not letting her run off. And, uh, you know, it's a it's a fine line between uh, when you have a really headstrong horse like that between them running off and and you fighting them and and like obviously the guy is a world class rider who's um, even though this was his first uh, this was his first time in Saratoga this weekend but um you know he he got her settled just enough where he didn't take anything out of her and and when he made his move he kind of made it you know decisively and then as soon as she moved and then he kind of sat on her and he angled her to the outside too. And I think the European jockeys especially are very cognizant of the, the ground. They're always wow. looking for the best path. And, um, you know, he put her out there and, and, uh, you know, where, where it just hasn't been chopped up as much. Uh, I think Dave Grenning wrote, um, a piece today about being at the halfway point at the meet where, last year that I think there was 21 races had been taken off and this year, I think there's only been nine. So, you know, you ran a, uh, an extra and, and it's, yeah, they got two courses, but still the rails have been out and, um, you know, the courses, you know, they, they get a lot of use when they, when they don't, they don't get a lot of rain and, and we don't get the races taken off. They, you start using that course an awful lot. So, so the outside was, was probably the better path, but, um, but she looked good, and, and he did a he did an excellent job in the Saratoga Derby, which was a little bit of a strange race because Emmanuel, who uh, had gone wire to wire in the poorly named Pennine Ridge, um, <laughs> before he had the little debacle at, for the Belmont Derby being a late scratch, but he figured to at the very least be um, even if he wasn't pressing. Um, the leaders in, in that race. Um, you know, you thought uh, he, you know, classic Causeway, you thought he would at least be laying up close.
1: Not even. And
0: he would take, <laughs> uh, Pratt took a hard hold of him early and he never ran a step and back through the field and, and was essentially just jogged across the wire. He, he didn't run good at all. And I hadn't heard anything since uh, about his status, but uh, you know, because of that, Classic Causeway got an easy lead. Um, of course, we don't know how easy it was because the timer malfunctioned. Um, <laughs> again, it's only you know million-dollar raise. But um, it's tough to say exactly how fast the... Uh, I think the track has had them in like 48, 47 and change, which, you know, for mile 316,
1: decent, which decent. is a
0: race that they don't run hardly ever. Um but no, it wasn't a slow pace, that's for sure. And he had you know, yeah. he had a couple lengths, but but Buick got Nation's Pride right in the pocket right from the start, setting third on the inside, which was a far cry from uh the Belmont Derby where he just got totally lost. Not not well, as lost as Stone Age, but <clears throat> still got lost and uh he had just had a yeah, perfect. I position. think he
1: just got lost just enough at Belmont and he overcame kind of that pace scenario and ran on, you know, he was, he, not that he was getting the classic causeway, but he, he definitely closed ground, um, late at Belmont, which the turf was hard and fast. It was like a pool table. Yeah. And then they come back to, you know, Saratoga and it's, it kind of flip-flops the scenario a bit. Um, but I, I thought he ran the best that day. Classic Causeway won at Belmont at the big price. And then, you know, he seemed like he was going to be the horse to beat. Yeah, he, he was. And, and
0: Buick, like I said, he, he gave him a perfect ride. And, um, it helps when you're on the best horse, but we see the best horse lose an awful lot too. Uh, Stone Age, huh. he, he didn't show up at all. He, he was nah. He was very, very, he ran evenly the whole way. U.S. racing, like which is or. weird
1: because you know he was showing speed, like even even the in at Belmont he kind of showed speed. Got pulled back though they 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 raided him and he was way back there with <laughs> with nation's pride and and they were just too far back on that hard course at, at Belmont. But Stone Age was almost like a no show. Yeah, he he didn't
0: he really never had any kick. He never made any move. He just he was he ran evenly really yep. didn't show much one pace. Yep, <laughs> very very one paced um the adirondack wayne lucas had a we had a flashback naughty naughty gal won that another another horse that found the outside of the course except mm-hmm. this was the dirt course maybe uh, more more greenness than than anything uh, i don't think i mean going into that race six horse field uh, janice joplin's still a maiden a uh, couple of the horses broke their maidens and non stellar times, um, so I'm not really sure how good that field was. But Naughty got ran okay, and uh, she she seems like uh, maybe she'll go a little bit further. And Wayne had mentioned he's going to wrap her up and and uh, run her back at Churchill in the uh, Pocahontas, or you know maybe wait till. Keeneland and runner, but I'm guessing he's going to run into the because Wayne is not one of the guys that that, that passes on too many dances. So, <laughs> um, but you know, it was kind of an, kind of cool to see. I just don't think uh, when we look back years from now that people are going to say the 2020 the 2022 Adirondack was uh, a <laughs> Hall of Fame making race.
1: <laughs> I hope not. They were in trouble. Yeah,
0: um, this weekend, uh, excuse me, this week, we had uh, not a surprising announcement. Um, I guess it was a little bit surprising because last Saturday, not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before, <clears throat> there was seven horses, I believe, worked over the course at Churchill Downs on the dirt, or excuse me, the turf, <laughs> and uh, the feedback was not good. It was poor and uh that's been kind of this undercurrent of you know are they really gonna run on these, this course and and like you know well, like what's gonna happen and what are their options and and according to Marty mcgee they couldn't our idea of running it uh the colonial they couldn't because of uh, issues with moving the race at that late date out of the state and churchill doesn't officially own colonial yet because uh, the closing the paperwork uh, everything hasn't been done yet and been stamped just kind of a, a legal thing so so colonial really wasn't an option this year though it should be an option next year they, they should move that to colonial and make it a colonial event because they have a, a really good turf course and it's a neutral place Churchill owns it anyways and why why open back up for one day Um
1: Yes. Yeah, seems- Even though
0: I, I understand that they're going to handle probably more money if it's a Churchill than it is a colonial, but but still, um, you know, you could have eight grass races that day. You could have all kinds of grass races. You could have the Virginia bread. My friend said, he goes, they could run all those Virginia bread races early. They could come up with a couple, you know, schedule, move the schedule around and have this giant turf festival. But um, what they did was they canceled the. The two three year old Philly, and uh, the, the three year old races, the, the secretariat and uh, the pucker up, which caused Del, uh Ian Wilkes to ship his Philly up here walkathon. And then she scratched yesterday because back. <laughs> she got a she got a, sustained some sort of injury that's gonna oh. actually keep her out for the rest of the year, unfortunately. So, oh, that sucks. Um, yeah, it, it does suck. And uh, my friends, um, uh, uh, that have a horse, that three-year-old, for the race, uh, for topical racing, they they were pointing to the Secretariat. And uh, they wound up running uh, this weekend at Ellis because if they passed the race, there'd be nothing, you know, until uh, Kentucky Downs, basically, for them, for three-year-olds, because it was too late to get in the race here. It was the, the Hall of Fame race stakes was Friday. Right, Friday, and, yeah. You know, when, when they make the big announcement on Thursday, they're canceling the races. And, um, you know, so they had the, to, to reroute two and, you know, race against older horses just to try to get a race in as a prep for Kentucky Downs. So um, they're going to run the Beverly D and they're going to run the, the Arlington Million. And they're going to run them on uh, separate lanes, like an inner and outer turf course. And I got to tell you, I, I understand That's risky why,
1: business, man. <laughs>
0: I, I was just going to say, I understand why connections might be a little hesitant. Yeah. Um, but the fields for those races are not representative of a grade one field. Um, I should say the the perspective fields for that. And that's based uh, on the... Um, uh, you know, on, on the, the nominations, but um they're they're not uh, they're not they're not what we think of when we think of uh, the great Beverly D's and Arlington millions of the past. So hopefully it goes off without a hitch, hopefully no one gets hurt, hopefully everything goes, you know dig it through it. But um but no, it, it's it's uh you know, you gotta hold your breath a little bit.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, they're, they're, I guess they, their hands was t- were tied, kind of having it at Churchill this year, but hope everybody heard what you said about that Colonial uh, Turf Festival. So don't be surprised if that actually does happen. It would make sense. It makes a ton of sense.
0: The Arlington Million has exactly zero tra- years of tradition at Churchill Downs. It's not a Churchill Downs race, and people are rubbed wrong by the fact that they're running it anyways. So, you know, you bought Colonial, you got the best, the biggest, the widest, the best grass course in the country. Well, that's the race you should be running. Um, and understandably, the Kentucky horsemen are not going to let him take purse money from Kentucky and send it to Virginia. But um that's you know, way Churchill is plotting for colonial as, as per their um, shareholders meeting last week or week and a half ago. They're planning on adding a lot more days because they want to add a lot more of the, uh, well you can call them what they are slot machines. They need to add uh, they get to add a hundred slot machines. For three sixty five, um for every extra day they run
1: yeah so <laughs> that's <it> was, dope
0: <laughs> i think they're at 27 they're gonna get to 50 that that was the goal I and mean, i don't know if it'll be next year or what but um it's unfortunately the business end sometimes you know kicks our ass mm. it, us racing people will be like, well, just put the money in there. You know, what's, what's the big deal? You make tons of money about this and of the money in that. And, but you know, they don't see it that way. But um, but anyways, we we have a interesting, really interesting race, and and I'll be honest, there's been very little talk about it up here, um, mainly because the uh the the big the big outfits in New York don't. Aren't really the two biggest, baddest two-year-olds that have been unveiled this year are trained by Steve Asmussen and Michelle Lovell, which is uh, Asmussen, of course, is normally in that category, but Michelle is is normally not in that category. But um, Steve's got a horse named Gulfport, who's won two races down at Churchill, and he's crushed. Both times, and uh, he's an Uncle Mo that I've got it on good sources, has already been syndicated. Hmm. But um, that, that's how impressive he was. And Michelle's got a horse named Damon's Mound.
1: Yes. Who was
0: a Gervin first-time starter that just blew away a field. Um on 4th of July weekend. And it wasn't a typical 2-year-old go to the lead and just run scared kind of opening up.
1: No, it was he, powerhouse.
0: Yeah, he made a made a bold move around the turn and you're just like powered away from the field. So that was a really really strong race. Um and the other three in that race, uh let's just say <laughs> don't look on paper like they're going to be challenging uh, either of the the other two uh but that might be one of the better matchups matchups that you're going to see and essentially the two by far most impressive two-year-olds uh two-year-old colts of the year matching up in in the saratoga special um the four-star Dave is looking like a short field as yeah. well, which has kind of been the theme of Saratoga and great stake races. Um, that is is a little bit of a – the race is a little bit intriguing in, in that uh, not that Chad Brown has a couple pointed there, but one of them is Philly, uh, Regal Glory, who the story goes was not a guarantee to even come back and race this year.
1: That's right, yeah. I saw that story,
0: and then they wound up running her in the inaugural Phillies and Mares uh, Pegasus, which she just dominated, and she's just been super sense. and And they're taking a shot here in the four star Dave, um, and it's not exactly the, uh, the the world's strongest race. It's it's uh, Mason's in there. He won the poker last time. against uh, mm-hmm. smoking. City Man coming out of the Forbidden Apple, Um, the horse who was third in the Forbidden Apple, the horse of Chad's, came back the other day and and, uh, he ran in the the lure and was a beaten favorite in there. (laughs) He finished fourth, I believe. So maybe the Forbidden Apple wasn't as good of a race as we thought originally. Uh Casa Creed's in there. He's trying two turns again. He just seems like he's better at Belmont with that one turn, though I think he made a decent run last year. Didn't he run decent in this race last year?
1: Yeah, he ran good. Yeah. Uh and front run
0: the the, the front run the Fed, who's a former Chad Brown horse. Uh <laughs> my little Brazilian friends, the Karamoris, have that one. He comes out of a win down at uh, Colonial in the Van Cleef. So uh and he's more of a speed horse. So It's kind of a you know it's kind of an interesting race and that there's doesn't look like there's going to be a huge favorite and I mean the Philly might be the favorite yeah
1: yeah it looks like an intriguing race not a race that'll blow you away on paper but it might end up being a good race to watch good race to bet yeah you know no huge names I mean Real Glory is kind of a name but um, interesting that she's going in this spot in general but uh, yeah I think I think that's going to be a good. Good race, good betting race. I mean, for regal
0: glory, a Grade One win against the boys at Saratoga—huge. <laughs> along with you know, there are a couple wins that were kind of blowout wins already. Uh, I mean that that's really got to give her the the uh, put her in the driver's seat for Philly Mayor Eclipse Award. And I, I hate, I'm, I'm loath to talk about those this early, but that's a win that's hard for another Philly to uh, to to equal. You know, beating the boys in a great one. <laughs> so, so that uh, you know, those look like the big races for the week, you know, this week coming, which uh, will be snipered Then we'll maybe we'll see if we can't get you to to give the trophy. Or, or oh,
1: you get me in the winner's circle. I'm, I'm down. I could do that.
0: Uh, I don't know if your dress code is going to pass, but
1: you know, I have I rules
0: know. here. Like pants are like required.
1: Ugh. Killing me. Can you believe it? I don't own any pants.
0: Just say they're high waters.
1: And say you can't see them. The fabric's there. You can just see my legs.
0: Uh, the Breeders' Cup, the inaugural Breeders' Cup Classic futures bet closed yesterday. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> didn't close at five. Some places it closed at five thirty, but um, there was a little bit of controversy. But Whoops. It, it Seems like <laughs> every single that's not uh, that's it's a little bit out of the ordinary. We have tote issues, but um, we did a piece on that and sent it out. I was supposed to send it out Saturday night, but I fell asleep, <laughs> so I sent it out <laughs> Sunday morning. Um, yeah, and just kind of running down the twenty four entrance because there's twenty three horses and then one um, the field, which Everybody. is actually I, I, I that's that's the that I made. I bet I took a. I took a shot in the field. Um, at 20, 20, 23
1: to one. Not bad, I guess.
0: I mean, the field includes a mysterious Japanese horse who might show up. Right. That's we, we've seen that happen last <laughs> year in a couple of the races. The horses were not on our radar in, in August. Uh, wound up winning Breeders' Cup races, though. I guess Loves Only you would uh, would probably have been considered on the radar. The Japanese had never really broke through in America, um, outside of uh remember Cesario?
1: Oh yeah. She came over and Hollywood
0: destroyed the, the kind of Hollywood? Yeah, the American Oaks. Who just crushed them. But that was a long time ago. Um but you know I figured all, all others in, in a year like this, uh because honestly the question marks surrounding two of the three favorites. I mean, there are only three horses that were, were in single digits were Flightline, who went off the favorite at uh, two to one. Um, and uh, it, it's barely two to one. The, the will pay is six ninety eight because it's a Kentucky wager. It's now uh, you're getting paid two to oh, cent. the breakage. Yeah, yeah. So it was almost five to two, you're two cents away from five to two there. Um, life is good is six to one, and epicenter is seven to one. Uh, you know, flight line has never raced past the mile, flight line has never has run one time since uh we were hanging uh, Christmas ornaments. So, him actually being in this race is might be the bigger question than him winning it if he is in the race. And well, you know, life is good, we got a lot of people much. questioning him so. That was just my theory, and I mean, well, I look at a lot of the other ones. And I, I mean, Cornish twenty-three is, to
1: one isn't bad considering that you're probably going to have more than one horse in the race, and you're kind of impervious to the injury. Well, I, I mean, Happy
0: Saver's not; he wasn't in the first leg, and and he's and, and the he's horse, 20. the horse he just finished in front of is twenty-four to one. So right, he, I got him with twenty-three to one plus everyone else at all.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I, I would think that the, all others would have been lower than that. Yeah, I, I did too. I, I thought it was going to be like 15 to 1. So right. Was, uh, you know, half, cut that in half, I would say, like 12 to 1. I think oh. it was a little
0: higher when I bet it, and it got bet down a little bit, but um, <laughs> I asked the sniper, I said, give me a couple, I, I asked them for a couple uh, <laughs> very Spears fair market value odds. Rich strike. Barry sent back. <laughs> 1,000-to-1. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, ben had thousand to do one. a double
1: take on that one. He was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't mistype it. I, I was I was cracking up.
0: Um, a couple of the interesting horses in there that are a little bit shorter than I, I, I thought they would be was Taiba is 14-to-1. Yes. Um,
1: Olympiad, who was 9-to-2 morning line, went, went off... Uh, um uh, seventeen to one. See that that might be an okay play. Provided he's not hurt or anything. Well, yeah, provided right he, that the that, that mod
0: continues on because that was the question mark with some of these horses. Like Emblem Road, all right, he, he won the Saudi Cup. He looked impressive, his record is like unbelievably good. But his trainer's running him in France and grass races. So <laughs> you know, is he is he gonna come over?
1: Probably um, not.
0: You know, pro- right. Probably not. I mean, the horse had never even left Saudi Arabia before his last race. So I, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. But American revolution. He scratched, um, Saturday. I guess he's probably going to go into Woodward as, uh, as you know, Pletcher's entry in there with, uh, huh. the horse that came, oh, What was the horse that Ran of the, the Jim Dandy ran real good, uh, last year for Diodoro that they, Pletcher ran in an allowance race a couple weeks ago. I know
1: what you're talking about. Yeah, he's
0: supposed to run into Woodward too. I think.
1: Damn, the name escaped me. Yeah,
0: it's all one word. Charge it was fifteen to one, and I it's thought tough. it was it was odd. That a little though was yeah, fifteen to one. He's really super green horse still. And I, I get that he just blew the field away last time, but
1: you know, in the classic, it's different. It's man. a
0: one turn mile at Belmont versus you know pretty tepid foes, and uh, the classic is a mile and a quarter. And it's not that long from now; <laughs> it's not that far away. And he's only you run know? four times. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I was, I was thought he was a terrible price. Cornish is does, does looks like there's zero shot he's going to make the race um cyberknife was 17 to 1 which is probably a decent price because if cyberknife wins the the traverse
1: cyberknife has
0: 17 has, to 1s going to look like a real good price
1: cyberknife has has really good pp's man his he's, races he's, have been very good i mean he, he kind of i think i forget what race it was maybe it was in louisiana where he just didn't show up but that was the only one. Every every other race, he's right there. He's matured a lot. I mean, yeah. his,
0: he was not the horse. If you had told me. Now, Arkansas. Or March dump, when he was jumping the rider, bolting and getting out, and getting in, mm-hmm. being a handful, that, that he would have come up the rail in the Haskell. I would have maybe I not believed it. But, um, <sighs> uh, early voting. if you had No, thank this- you. If, if you had taken uh, the early voting, if this this pool was last week before the Jim Dandy, early voting would be like fifteen to one. He's thirty three to one. Um, express train, like I don't even think he's why he, he hasn't even run since like April. <laughs> and he, and, I mean, I, I just don't see them shipping to to Keeneland. I, I don't know. He's 73 to one, which is probably about the right price. Mm. Um Mandaloon, the bloom is off, 68 to 1. Oof. Nest is 40 to 1. I, I do not see Todd Pletcher running a three-year-old Philly against the boys in the Breeders' Cup Classic. Though um... If he does, something's up. Yeah, I, I just don't see that happening. But no, nah, it
1: is highly unlikely.
0: Right. Especially considering he has like six other contenders. <laughs> Uh, Rift Strike was probably the underlay at thirty four to one.
1: Wow, So he should be twice what he was in the Derby.
0: Royal Ship just beat Country Grammar, raced really well, and I, I know that we we're be. He went wide, and people are saying, "Well, you know, the outside was the place to be," but he just beat a pretty good field in San Diego,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and yet he is uh, fifty one to one, and, and Rift Strike's thirty four to
1: one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good one right there.
0: The bomb was uh, Stiletto Boy at 109 to 1.
1: Uh, rightfully so. He had
0: 1564 misguided dollars bet on him.
1: You uh, know how many things would have to go wrong in order for Stiletto Boy to win a race like the British Cup Classic?
0: Yeah, they'd have to, like, quarantine Belmont and and... Churchill
1: Downs, <laughs> <laughs> no horses. <laughs> Every anywhere. other
0: place where they have good horses,
1: only California Shippers. Yeah, only yeah. ones whose name yeah. stuff with the letter flight fest.
0: line. You know, flight lines. It doesn't make the race. Yeah, Zandon was twenty five to one, and I'll be honest, should be higher. I thought he was going to take more money. I thought he'd be lower. I didn't like him. I'm not. I didn't.
1: have been betting. You thought he was lower. Why? I, I, he no, hasn't really I, done anything. I know I, he was twenty-one morning line. He's 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 a hype machine. That like, horse he he hasn't really done anything. I don't really know that he wants to go a mile and a quarter. Right, I don't think he wants to go that. He way. had dead aim
0: on epicenter,
1: and in couldn't get Derby
0: and was losing ground at the end. You
1: know? And epicenter destroyed him again.
0: Um Yeah, epicenter looked really good. Zan done uh, twenty ports, seventy-nine to one.
1: That might be a good one. You know Tony Port's not that bad. Actually, Tony Port and Zandon, their PPs look the same.
0: They're 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 not that far different. And Tony Port's trainer does exceptionally well in the state of Kentucky. So you'd have to, you know, people forget too that this is this race isn't happening at Del Mar Saratoga. It's happening at at yeah. So I I, I kind of wish I'd, I bet a couple bucks. And I don't think he's gonna win. I don't really even like him as a horse, but he's eighty to one. I'd like him better at eighty to one this race than I would have liked Rich Strike eighty to one in the Derby. Right. Even we already won. though we won it.
1: Right. I'm I'm with you. Oh, now I, you got me thinking about Keeneland Breeders' Cup, and all I can think of is Outback Steakhouse, and Order of Australia, that horse that ruined my whole day. He's still
0: out there all, I know. all over the world, clunking up, getting beat. He got he got his, his rear end beat the other day by that horse with all the vowels. <laughs> what was the name? Baid? or
1: Baid. Yeah,
0: he got he got buzzsawed by him. <laughs> That's it a good wasn't horse, man.
1: Good, and he just came over here, drew in, and won. And, and I, I didn't, didn't have number, and did not use.
0: He was on the other side. He was on the other side of the program. On the fourth page. page. <laughs> <laughs> it was December 16.
1: Oh, man, that hurt. That
0: hurt. You yeah, know what I'm going to do? Screw this. I'm just boxing the Euros in this race. And I thought I did. Except I forgot one.
1: That one.
0: He was on the other side of the page. He was on the other. It was like three pages. and He,
1: he was on his own piece. He was the last horse. Long- what happened
0: to the jockey? That jockey got in all kinds of trouble. Yeah. Chuck Pierre there.
1: Uh, Pierre Boudot, right? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Got he's, he was like, he's like, uh, a, uh, on he's like a, charges or something, right? Uh, no, yeah. there was like statutory rape. Oh, whoa. Even worse. It was
0: not a good, it was not a good charge. It was, Oh no. I, I don't think he's riding though. Right. I mean, no, I don't think so. I, I haven't seen his name in any of the big races. He might be in like the Rikers Island of Paris. Jesus, but he came over here and then
1: clean house that yeah day. The
0: last did time I had the up at
1: Keeneland, he was. Who, did, who, was it Buick that got sick and he couldn't no. ride? Uh, picked no. up his mounts. Was it? Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah. Got,
0: got the yeah. He got he got he was stuck in the hotel room watching the guy win with all his mounts.
1: <laughs> well, maybe that was his defense fund.
0: So the so, so the, the sniper is going to arrive this week. Oh yeah, and uh, like I said, we've had plenty of inquiries. Where is the sniper? Oh, Where God. is the sniper?
1: <laughs> I wish it was tomorrow. I, oh, I, I do. I, it'll, it'll
0: it'll come quick, man. Thursday, oh, Thursday. Oh man, we're Thursday. already there.
1: I mean, I, I, I'm 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 getting all uh, manscaped and manicured. Tomorrow, and then...
0: Oh. That might have been a little too much information.
1: No, nah, we're good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I've advocated for this before, but they really need to get the, the girls to do the massage, the back massage. It's like they do in the card
1: brooms. Oh, at the track? They need that. Oh, that should be, have a
0: section. Like, totally if you crazy. run a racetrack and you put that in, you will get undying love and, and, and support from us. We will support you forever. I'm
1: pretty sure they do that in that little uh, blackjack section at Tampa. Yeah, they can only do it at card rooms. I, I they, they had it at, at Pompano. Oh, man.
0: And and I asked one of the girls, I said, can you come over on this side of the, you know, because they have the, the, the big uh, card Can't room the line. right next to the and she said, no, we're not allowed to.
1: They don't want you to um, make money? <laughs> Excuse no, me?
0: No, I, I think they were afraid of them getting involved. Like, the card players were, like, a, you know, safer than the, the, the nutty degenerate. That is
1: true. Well, I don't know. Mostly true, I
0: should say. Not absolutely true. No. no. The Pomp was never a place
1: that had too many, like, I mean, had a lot of
0: crazy degenerates,
1: I witnessed a fight at the Palm Beach Kennel Club at the card table. A, a fight at the card table? Yes, this was actually when uh, when I first moved down here. I was at the Palm Beach Kennel Club and I was playing cards before um, the Breeders' Cup. The year Zenyatta won. Mm-hmm. And these two guys just started getting into it they started throwing cards at each other and then it escalated from there yeah it was pretty, it's pretty long. yeah I don't know I think it was a draw because one guy they both got one shot in um, and then uh, security kind of got it and there was two other guys at the table. Speaking of enough fights,
0: uh, uh I saw Indian Charlie the other day, and I had the honor of being elected to the Indian Charlie Hall of Fame.
1: Love to know how you got that. Me
0: and about 3,000 other people, but I'm in there. I'm in.
1: First I, I wouldn't know Island. why you're on that radar. I'm on, I'm on that radar. Yeah, because, you know. <clears throat> and where did you see it? It's in Indian Charlie. I know. You just had it? It's just like. He put it out this weekend. His weekend
0: sheet. I believe Indian Charlie's retiring. I I believe this is it. The last hurrah this year. This year? Yeah. I believe that uh, that Indian Charlie's Indian Indian Chuck is hanging it up. So. Yep. I made the Hall of Fame. Indian Charlie Hall of Fame.
1: How? I don't don't understand how.
0: (laughs) If you want to make the Indian Charlie Hall of Fame... It's one of these. He has to really like you, or really or do not like you.
1: Oh, okay. Is there a distinction on on each? No, no, no. We're all lumped in there together.
0: There's lots of names, believe me.
1: No, I saw there was a there was a ton of names, but I just don't understand. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's not, it's not it's it's not like the Beanie Awards, but I mean,
1: you know, it's close, close. It's the underground Beamies. That's right.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you know, beemie never said. Um, we talked yesterday. He never, never said uh, when he was going to put that out. But I'm, I'm assuming this week. sometime. so Beamy does like five podcasts a week and announces, and he's writing, and now
1: he's got does a show a day, man. Man, like seems like it. I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> feels like it.
0: He's a he's a machine. I saw some I saw some of our Canadian harness friends last night. Oh yeah, I
1: was I was gonna ask uh, Barnsdale
0: boys were there, not over. Hey at-
1: man, those dudes they're they're my idols because they took pictures of everything they ate.
0: They did, and believe me, they ate and vegetables. they ate.
1: Yeah, and ended boys. up at Morton's. They was at at Finger Lakes today.
0: Yeah, last night, man, it was like royalty over at uh, the harness track. Dave Ice Cold Weaver was over there.
1: Oh, Weave drove up from from Jersey.
0: He was there. CJ, he was was wandering around. Joe Ricky, the the famous track announcer from many different tracks, including Saratoga, including Pompano, right. including Ocean Downs. He was holy cow. He was there. My man Mike Washburn, uh, a legend from the 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 Saratoga harness days when we were. <clears throat> when we were 16 trying to figure out which mutual teller would let us make a wager um the 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 normal degenerates swift farshu my man tony uh north carolina tony tony montanino him, oh tony yeah his son was there his son had a big blowout party this weekend nice. getting married i had some six different times you sure <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure but um <laughs> yeah there was um uh, um uh, What's his name? Ken, my 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 guy Ken.
1: Oh, Ken Elliott.
0: Yeah, he's he was there with a guy who looks just like his brother. He claims isn't his brother, even though they look alike. He says <laughs> he says his neighbor, but they look exactly alike. So I said, you guys make sure the milkman ain't. Both dads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, they look uncannily alike. But those guys are those those guys are racing lifers, man. He drives out the Vernon Downs.
1: Yeah, that's three times a week. Gotta love it to do that. Oh. Yeah, that's that's. I remember one
0: day me and my dad drove out to Vernon Downs on opening day. I can't even remember why, but other than, like we were degenerates, just cause. And uh, yeah, but we did that once. At <laughs> <laughs> one time, that's it. One time. That's when they used to have to shoot at Vernon. They used to run out of shoot.
1: It's, and they uh... did that at Colonial. Yeah, yeah, Colonial ran out of shoot. I like Colonial harness. That was. But, um,
0: it was, it was a little warm over there, a little, 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 little toasty, but uh, yeah, it was a, a who's who of racing degeneracy.
1: You weren't lying when you said it was a celebrity event. Was, oh, Frank
0: Eckert was there, <laughs> he's always there. I seen um, yesterday, Ramiro rest of Pro. Oh,
1: the world back traveler. From, He's like, where's Waldo? Like, yeah,
0: guy? back from uh, whatever CIA Wherever, mission, whatever continent he was on, he was on.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: whatever, <laughs> whatever dignitary had to get whacked, and he got the job done. He's he up here.
1: <laughs> He's like Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. So Bye. the great
0: Hodge. I met David Aragona, the best morning. Oh, nice. manager In America, he was there with uh, Sarah. Sarah was there. <clears throat> Not going to try to pronounce her last name. Yeah. Oh, and we, you know, we just got to give it like about a forty-five second uh, blurb. But I talked to Todd Pletcher yesterday, and he said that he's he's trying to get replaced as the coach of the Horsemen for next year's basketball game
1: because that's all you. He said.
0: Uh, he said I thought I had a a, a a better squad this year, and we got crushed. DJ didn't show up. We got we got crushed and got uh, waxed. Yeah. It's kind of looking for a mercy firing, but um, no, that, that's it's not. They
1: should have asked me. I might have thought about going. Um, you know who's good, Manny Franco. I said that he's good. Remember, he's I told you good. that I said that. I mean, he's
0: a shrimp, but he's good. I told you he. And was. the jockeys, they're like gnats. You know, they're like <laughs> they're like bees that are buzzing all over the place, running around like little
1: little maniacs. I told you, Manny was good, man. And they even shipped guys in.
0: Angel Cruz shipped in from from Maryland for the oh, boy. They had another good kid that came up from Monmouth. It was alright. Yeah, the jocks did, and they had a ringer, John Wallace from the Knicks. Boo! I said, I you know, the trainers should get a ringer. <laughs> the jockeys don't need a ringer. They won by like twenty five.
1: Damn, bro.
0: Yeah, it what was. was it? Huh? it was a. It was a shellacking. It was a shellacking. So, so we'll have plenty of uh, plenty of content.
1: Oh going man, on this oh, week, wait. maybe even video. <laughs> I've been asked.
0: I've been asked about a couple. You know, you guys gonna do a special show? I said, man, we're gonna do a show every day, live and direct from wherever the hell we happen to be.
1: <laughs> I can. I'm down with that. Matt's coming up.
0: Who's? Oh, yeah. He's he's, he's he's making a return call. He'll be there. Man,
1: it's going to be epic. So. He's trying to get some of that Saratoga grub. Sick of this Florida nonsense. Yeah, man.
0: That We're going to eat good. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> if nothing else. If nothing else.
1: We will eat. Well, eat. Oh, that's 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 the main attractor. Yes.
0: Today I, I took a. I was I did literally nothing today. Today was a day of recovery.
1: Try to get prepared. Did you, did you put your your legs in the ice buckets. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot today too, man. It
0: rained. It rains every Monday. It's weird.
1: But, that's uh, good. What do yeah, you it's
0: better Monday than than any other day, but. But no, it was it was pretty hot, but it's supposed to cool off some. So,
1: yeah, I'm bringing, you know, I'm bringing the cool weather.
0: Bring up the cool weather from from uh, from Florida. Imagine that. Yes, sir. But um, we'll be uh, we'll be out and about in Saratoga all week. Yeah. So if anybody's
1: can't miss us, anybody's
0: there. Hit us up. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us yes. up on Facebook. Hit us up on wherever. Uh, if you see us, just yell. I met. I meet so many people at the track this year, from Twitter and from you know guys that listen to the show, and um, it's it's always kind of cool to put a face to a, a Twitter handle. Mm. But um, it is a little weird when someone says, you know, I'm so and so. Not the real name, you know. They give you the Twitter handle.
1: Like you're that, you're that guy. I'm Euro Bounce
0: three o four. Hey, Euro. My real name's
1: Fred. No, the best is when the the blocked ones, or they block you, and yeah. they still come up and say hello.
0: Yeah, no, no block people have, uh, I don't even know who blocked me though. Like,
1: no, I've had that happen
0: a couple of times. I found people... out people block me a lot of times when you know had no idea and, and like. Like some clocker in California blocked me. I could see why he blocked me after last week, but he blocked me before that. <laughs> Listen, I I wish I wish my teachers went with the school were as generous with the bees as the as the <laughs> clocker reports are. <laughs>
1: Man, they're super liberal with the bees. <laughs> it's a killer bees, baby. The B B minus, no B pluses though. <laughs> Not many B pluses. You'll see a couple. That's just crazy.
0: Uh, same Bolt set a new world record. Yeah, the wind was with him. B plus. <laughs> B plus.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, but no, it's it's uh. Saratoga. I wonder who has ever gotten an A. Probably Pharaoh, right? American Pharaoh. Probably got an Secretariat. a
0: Secretariat. <laughs> work 109
1: and 3. <laughs> <laughs> Who got an A? That's what we should be asking. Believe me. Who got the A? I got a better chance
0: of getting the, getting into MIT and getting the A than <laughs> getting a Clocker's report.
1: And even when they say like work spectacularly, be my B. Like, right. They're the enthusiastic about the, the work and they're yeah. like, Yeah, it's a B how fast did I have to go like what did I need to do like just like levitate and if they do know what it is they should put it on the on their website and be like this is an a work
0: yeah I don't know what an a work is I mean I see lots of works that, that look pretty damn good to me I don't think I'd be honest and, and this is just thinking about my own horses. <clears throat> Because it matters. You know, context matters. Sure. You see a horse go down there and works really nice, looks great, gets a pretty good time. Well, it makes a difference if it's an unraced maiden or if it's a horse that's, you know, getting ready to run in in the the Vanderbilt, right? Like, so (laughs) it it matters. There's some context there. Um, But uh, I don't think I would have a hard time giving out A, B's, and C's. But of course, I, I would be doing it. The sensitivity part is probably as much as that is right. I was gonna
1: say that probably plays into it more than anything else. People think they're bad mouthing their horse because mm, you I do you
0: people complain. They complain a lot. a lot. Complain a
1: lot. Oh remember the heat we took about Patch? <laughs> <laughs> He's handicapped, damn it.
0: How can you make fun of a handicapped horse?
1: Man, the iMob mob was all over us for a yeah, little. He wasn't he, days.
0: He, he, he Patch wasn't on Twitter, and he wasn't a, wasn't a listener to the show. So you know what?
1: He wasn't.
0: They uh, were are speaking of Patch. Where's where is, Uno is Ojo? He? Where would he go to? Uh, Patch is wandering. He's
1: icing his knees like you were today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. know
0: Oho is get of, him to go faster. He's kind of gone. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Somewhere. Well,
1: he, he peaked in February, man.
0: Unciting, Unsighted. That was one of the predictions of the Triple Crown that we made that was 1,000% right. We had a lot of it right, actually. We just didn't have Rich Strike.
1: Nobody had Rich Strike. No one had Rich Strike. Not willingly, uh, other than the connections, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or someone named Rich. Or strike. Yes, sir. Anyways, we're gonna
0: have a lot like I said, we're gonna have a lot to do. We're gonna have a lot to uh, lot of fun this week and if you're in the area, if you're around. If it's uh, you know, you're out you're out in Saratoga somewhere or the, the, the surrounding areas, not like Steve Bick's surrounding area.
1: Steve Bick is everywhere.
0: Well Steve Bick gave would give out an ice cream place today, so
1: just outside of Saratoga. Oh, I thought he, I thought that was supposed to be like secret the, squirrel type it, thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it, it is because it's not just outside of Saratoga. Like Syracuse is just outside of Saratoga too. If, if that place is just <laughs> outside of Saratoga. How we had to drive like ten minutes from from talking to town, which is in Glens Falls to go to this place, and that's twenty minutes. And Steve drives like Mario Andretti. <laughs>
1: Seriously, Steve. Bick, well, I mean that would make and, sense. And he has a. That's beauty. how he's everywhere all the time. If
0: you gave Steve Bick like a,
1: like a Maserati
0: or something that was fast, <laughs> he he could. He may not be any good at it, but he he could probably drive Formula One because he he drives and, and he doesn't pay that much attention. <laughs> I don't know if I should uh, ever get in a car with Steve now. Hmm. It's hard to get, you know, it's hard to be, he moves around a lot. So
1: clearly (laughs) pedal to the metal.
0: Yeah. Steve Bick drives fast. That's a little known fact. And he will run up on you. He'll run up on you now. (laughs) You're not, you're not keeping pace in your lane. He'll Put the pressure
1: on you. See, this is, that's the stuff we need to know. (laughs) That's the stuff that I'd like to know. It's not that easy after you just ate
0: about four pounds of ice cream and hot maple fudge, on it. and then then get the brakes slammed on at ninety five <laughs> in a construction zone, <laughs> which he'll deny to this day. <laughs> it may not have been ninety five, but it was fast.
1: Oh man,
0: it was fast enough to make me worry. My my old assistant, the trainer Susan Ditter. Uh, she was a jockey. My my ex-wife, Paula, she was a jockey. And they drive like absolute maniacs. I got a brand new BMW X5. It was like the first one in the state of Kentucky. So, like, it, it was just, you know. So, we were going up there. And Danny Gargan was was a jockey agent at the time. It was me and him. And we let her drive because we were, oh, like, boy. I don't know, handicapped the races or something. We were going from Louisville to Turfway, which is about, I don't know, 90 miles. And I swear to God, we made it there in like 45 minutes because she was going as fast as that thing would go. And I thought to myself at least three times, well, at least if we do get in a wreck, it'll be over quick because we're going about 140. (laughs) And then Susan drives like a, like she, she drives, she used to be a jockey too. So it must be something like with them because she, she like weaves in and out. Like it's, she, she drives like I (laughs) rad. She herds all over the
1: place. herd, foe. Yeah,
0: Herded she's driving it like a like a like a, a Volkswagen. Well, I mean, to
1: her defense, it, it's a it Volkswagen.
0: Is it's got the car, it's got the little emblem. I don't know what the name of it is, but it looks like the Atlanta Hawks emblem.
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah that that car can go like 115, easy, and swerve.
1: <laughs> well, to to her defense, it is South Florida, so I get it. Man, it's lucky when you get that much road to be able to go that fast. That never happens. And I, I know
0: we went long again. I'm sorry, Sid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. We went a little long, but yeah. maybe it, it, it'll it'll just take more time away from seeing all the fawning over the million dollar horses that were bought today in Saratoga.
1: Hmm. Oh my God, it's a half
0: brother to so and so. Yeah,
1: well, let, let's see let's see where they are. In a, in a year and a half
0: for every flight line there's there's one that winds the up at thirty <laughs> right a four year old uh, in February at Aqueduct
1: the duds
0: didn't pay out but um, now the money there were. I checked the results earlier and man, the ones that were selling they were selling good <laughs> <laughs> they were selling some kind of good all right. Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll be in touch. We'll, uh, oh yeah, we'll get everything lined up. The Albany Airport's got the special dignitary uh, gate all ready for you.
1: I heard he said there was like a, a sniper gate, yellow carpet or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna have that all set up and. I'm with that. That's good. And, uh, as
0: soon as we hit Saratoga, we got to go over the bridges, you know, the twin bridges, the famous bridges. That everyone's. Oh on.
1: man. So I can make somebody mad and yeah. take a picture and post it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then we'll, we'll be heading right to the spa directly to the spa. All right. That's what's up.
0: So, all right. Sounds good. And um, thank you everyone for listening. And, and uh, anybody, if I forgot to mention you, Frank, 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 I see you, Frank. Frank. Oh, Big Frank. Big I think Frank. I saw, I saw that picture. Big Frank, he's the man. He doesn't give good directions, but he's the man. <laughs> Said, uh, "We got a tent." Yeah,
1: Frank. This is a million tents back here.
0: seven other people have a tent. Where are you in relation to the big TV? That's how you navigate yourself. Right, right. the
1: big TV uh, the, is the, big, center. the the big TVs are the
0: the the markers. Especially on weekends when it's like a uh, madhouse back there. So yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be out and about and uh, oh yeah and 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 seriously, I appreciate all of the people that have been reading the digest. Yeah, uh, it was a sniper's idea and it was a great one because we've had a tremendous amount of people reading it and I uh, got a lot of good feedback. And if there's something else you want us to talk about or write about or talk, you know, mention, just just let me know. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's worked out pretty good good stuff. So thanks for listening, thanks for reading and uh we'll be we'll you'll be hearing from us Thursday. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. We'll talk to you.